When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, this one's going to be a little different. Um, I thought about doing this before and uh, just decided to do it. Um, this is going to be my, uh, I don't know if you want to call it tribute, but this is going to be my uh, Kobe Bryant topic podcast. Um, a lot of people have gone out on, you know, it was ESPN and Fox that did their thing for Kobe Bryant. Um, I didn't decide to do this until, you know, about a week or so ago. Um, so this is going to be my kind of uh, talk about Kobe Bryant. Um, again, uh, that horrific crash that happened on uh, that Sunday on January 26th. Um, you know, my prayers go out to the uh, family of Kobe Bryant and his wife and kids and parents. And my prayers go out to all the other families that were in that horrific helicopter crash. Um, it was, it's, uh, you can't even describe it. Um, you can't, it's not even a thought um, how horrific and horrible it was. Um, I'm really, um, happy to see different foundations getting going for those families. Um, you know, not to say anything bad, uh, Kobe Bryant's family is going to be taken care of. Um, you know, he was a big sports figure for 20 plus years and, you know, a lot of, uh, financial decisions were made and everything that they'll be okay from that aspect, but no amount of money is going to replace, you know, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and, you know, so I'm really glad to see foundations going to the other families. No, no amount of money is going to be able to take that pain away or replace anything at all. I'm not saying that, but you know, I'm just glad to see the support for those other families as well. We will see more of Kobe Bryant on TV because of the big sports figure he was. Um, they did the uh, celebration of life uh, last week uh, on February 24th. You know, number two for his daughter, and then 24 for Kobe. And you know, I think it should just be a day to remember him and those families. And uh, so this will be a topic on uh, Kobe Bryant and some of the NBA and everything else. Um, for me personally, I 
I will say and tell you that Kobe Bryant was probably without a doubt my favorite player of all time. Um, you know, I was I grew up in the '90s. You know, I was a '90s baby and uh, beginning of the '90s. So I do remember watching Michael Jordan play. Um, it was on the TV, and you know, but uh, you know, I don't remember all everything of Michael Jordan. I remember watching him. I remember how dominant he was. Um, you know, he's you know without a doubt probably the best basketball player of all time. Uh, but I remember watching Kobe Bryant more. Um, the reason why I started to watch Kobe Bryant was because, you know, when I was growing up and getting into sports, you know, they always talk about, you know, Hey, there's this basketball player in Los Angeles or this kid coming out of Philadelphia, uh, that is like Michael Jordan. He's the next Michael Jordan. He's going to be the next best of all time. And so you're just kind of like, wait, 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 there's another Michael Jordan. And so you start watching them. And then Shaquille O'Neal was on the team, obviously, and I'm a big guy, so I kind of related to Shaquille O'Neal's game. Um, but you watched Kobe Bryant, and, you know, I'm not saying I, he's my favorite player because they won all the championships. Um, it's just you kind of started watching him as a young kid, and that's just kind of who you wanted to root for, you know. Uh, so I say he was without doubt my favorite basketball player because he's the one that I can remember the most watching, how dominant he was, how good he was how he wanted everyone else to be as good as him, to get on his level. How if you did not win a championship, it was a failure season. Um, so I was there for all the ups, you know. Uh, well, of course, the downs. They did not win right away. It took a couple years. I believe he was 2021. 20, I think he was 21 when they won the first championship. So he was still young, you know, coming to the league at 17. And then it takes you a couple years. You have to gel with Shaquille Neal. You have to gel with the team uh, to win. Uh then you, you know, you watch all the, the downs at first because, you know, he comes in, air balls, a bunch of threes and everything else. People are like, oh, he's not very good. Then you see the ups winning all the championships. Then you see the mediocreness, you know, after Shaquille O'Neal left and a bunch of other players left. They had a team, you know, getting seventh, eighth place in the in the West, going to the playoffs. He has to leave that team. So I saw all those, you know, all the downs. And I saw the rise again, you know, they won some championships, and I saw a little bit of the down, and then I saw it come back up where they make the playoffs, and then all the injuries started to happen, and, you know, his body took a toll on him, and, you know, playing 20 years in the NBA. And then, of course, you know, then he retires, and that's kind of when I lost the interest in the NBA. There wasn't, I'm not a LeBron fan, so there's really, you know, I watched the Bulls. I'm a Bulls fan, you know, growing up in Illinois. Um, I still kept an eye on the Lakers until LeBron got there, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, but I just kind of stopped watching the NBA. Um, I kept an eye on Kobe Bryant. You know, he'd come on and talk. Every time he talked, I had to watch it and listen. Um, you know, he won an Oscar. He was doing great in his second life. Um, and then the horrific, I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, got told about it, grabbed my phone. I was like, no, it's not true. Um, I had to go to work on that Sunday for a little bit. And, you know, it was all over the news. It kept coming out and I just couldn't believe it. Uh, my heart sank, my heart sank, and, you know, that that guy you watched as a child, like, not, uh, you could call a childhood hero if you want, but, you know, your favorite player is gone, and it's, you know, it's just it's just unbelievable. Um, so this one, you know, it's a little tribute to Kobe. Um, and one thing I'm going to say is, one of the things that really irks me is, you know, for years, for many, many years, I've watched these guys on Fox and on ESPN and all these different shows, these quote-unquote good media writers um, that just 
talk nothing but bad things about Kobe. You know, he's not that good. LeBron James, he couldn't wear, fit LeBron James' shoes. He couldn't uh, clean his shoes, you know, uh, this, this, and that. And talked all the stuff about how Kobe wasn't good. Or talked about how he's not one of the best of all time. Some of them the top 10 best of all time. When they would talk about the greatest of all time, they completely jumped in. They went straight to Michael and LeBron. And my, my argument is, well, why is Kobe not in that conversation? And so those things kind of really irk me. So a lot of the people out there that talked the bad things about Kobe or did not give him the respect the respect when he was alive, they do it now that he's gone. That, to me, is the ultimate disrespect. Um, you know, so now in saying that, I am not a LeBron fan. I do not think LeBron is even top four or five best of all time. I'll take other players over LeBron James. But when this happened, I kind of took a step back and started to realize I have to respect the greatness of LeBron James. Um, we're never going to see a guy like him again. We're not going to see a guy like Kobe Bryant again. We're not going to see a guy like Shaquille O'Neal again. So I had to take a step back and go, you know, I don't want this to happen with LeBron James, and I don't respect the game that he has. So I have to respect that. Um, but to me, I'm going to make the argument that Kobe Bryant is arguably the best player to ever play the game. And it's not LeBron James. Um, so sorry to you LeBron James fans out there is not LeBron James. And the reason why I would I like the Michael Jordans and the Kobe Bryants is LeBron James was born with more of a natural athleticism, a natural gift. Now I can't hold that against him because that's the way God made him. That's how he was that's how he is. Um he does work hard, but I feel like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were not born with those natural abilities. They had to work for them. They had to work twice as hard. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, their stories of Kobe Bryant. You know, people come out there to warm up. He has already been out there for two or three hours warming up. Then they're warming up. He stays to warm up. And then he goes and plays a basketball game. And they would say, well, you worked out for two or three hours. Why did you work out for another two hours? And he goes, I didn't want you to think you were going to outwork me. I didn't want you to have that impression that you had a chance in this basketball game. You were not going to out, you know, run me, and, you know, outshoot me. You were not going to outwork me. And uh, I remember uh, I want to see how I was the big three in Miami with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. Uh, the Lakers went there and they lost. Kobe Bryant went out there and demanded that they keep the lights on, and he stayed out there for two or three hours and shot hundreds of shots, free throws, three-pointers, post moves. After playing a basketball game at someone else's house, at someone else's stadium, like, are you kidding me? You don't see LeBron doing that. You don't see anybody doing that. Uh, I don't even know if Michael Jordan did that. He probably did, but, you know, Kobe just had a different mindset. So to me, the Kobe's and Michael's of the world... They have to work twice as hard to get what LeBron James naturally had. Now, I know that's a little bit unfair. That's kind of where you have to look at, okay, LeBron can do this, but Kobe put in the extra work and can do this. My next thing is, I don't think people realize that Kobe played defense. I want to say he was nine-time all-first-team defense of the NBA. Um, you know, a couple of years he had to miss a lot of games because, you know, um, of different injuries that caught up to him. And there were those couple of years where, you know, they might go to the first round of the playoffs, but they played a lot of good competition. Uh, so you just have to look at the skills of Kobe Bryant. He'll play defense, too. He will go guard the best player on the team. Turn around, then come down and score 40 points. 
as well as playing defense on them. Like a lot of guys today, they do the load managing or they're not going to guard the best player the entire time. Or they might guard them for the first two or three quarters and then go into the fourth quarter and say, well, I'm not going to guard them now because I have to score. I have to do this, I have to do that. Kobe, Kobe's rolling his grave right now talking about this. If you're going to be the best, you know what? This is going to go to one of those good quotes. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And Kobe wanted to be the man. When he was young, he would talk trash to Michael Jordan and go guard him. Uh, he guarded LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, um, all those guys. Kevin Durant, he would go guard him. Go find the film. He would go guard him. He had no fear. No fear. He feared no man. Um, the reason why he took the ball late in the game, it's because it's one of those things. Uh, uh, if you guys don't watch Last Chance you or know anything about it, Coach Jason Brown always says this. There's two people I trust, me and the other one ain't you. So if Kobe didn't have your trust, he at the end of the game he's going to say, you know what, give me the ball, I'll do it my damn self. That's the mentality he had, and you just you just don't see that anymore. LeBron James doesn't have it. Um, the last person you could say that maybe had it was Dwayne Wade. But Kobe had that. Kobe, the Black Mamba, he had the Black Mamba mentality. Um, and, you know, tore his Achilles, walked up, shot the free throws, walked off. He refused to be carried off. You saw LeBron James get a cramp in San Antonio Spurs series to be carried off. Kobe tore his freaking Achilles, walked up, shot the free throws, and walked off. He broke his fingers. There, go look at this up, guys. There's a story where he broke his finger. They had to replace it, or not replace it. They had to like tape it up, put a little cast on it. He relearned how to shoot the ball. He said that the ball used to come off that finger that was broken, but with the cast, it was a weird feeling. So he learned how to make it come off a different finger. Like, are you kidding me? Kobe was smart. Um, if you guys watch how he played, he was kind of like LeBron James. He wanted to be a post-up guy. He wanted to go dunk. He wanted to do this and do that. Um, and then he kind of realized... If he's going to take that kind of beating, he wasn't going to play very long. So he learned, okay, I'm going to be a better shooter. I'm going to play outside a little bit. That's kind of where his rebounds went down. Um, so people always say, well, LeBron James, you know, he gets more rebounds. Well, he's bigger. He's going to be more closer to the basket. Kobe is a shooting guard. He plays on the wing. Um, on offense, then Kobe finally learned, like, I'm going to do some shooting here and there. Um, well, again, there's an interview. Kobe told you, like, he learned from Michael Jordan. If you're going to play back-to-back -back games or – play four or five games in seven days. You have to adjust how you play. So one game, you might be the fast break guy, you know, sprinting up and down the court, dunking, doing this, doing that. Next game, uh, let's post up a little bit. Let's shoot a little bit to keep your body fresh. He was smart. He worked incredibly hard. He was up at 4 a.m. working out, worked out afterwards. He was all basketball, all about being better. And so I think, you know, the Kobe Bryant's and Michael Jordan's of the world, they worked extremely hard to get to that point. Um, you have to respect that. And if you just watch how they play the game, you know, you know what? This is going to be a little rambling on podcast too. One thing I get sick and tired of is how we put everything into numbers. You know, I think analytics and numbers are just everywhere. And that's what people base absolutely everything on instead of watching the game and watching the film. You could look at a guy and say, oh, he averages 27 points, six rebounds and six assists. Well, you got to watch the film. Where are those points coming from? Are they mostly in the fourth quarter? Are they because it's wide open, someone else is stealing the ball, and they spread it off and they're wide open? You know, how are they getting those points? Okay, uh, are they playing defense? Are they doing, like, you have to look at everything. We were talking about the greatest of all time. You watch Kobe Bryant, he did everything. He and Michael Jordan did everything consistently. 
you watch like the LeBron Jameses of the world and this and that. They don't always do that. Um, nowadays, you talk about load management. Load management, you know, here's the thing, guys. The load management thing ticks me off. Uh, I was listening to a podcast again. It's Coach Jason Brown. Uh, I know a lot of people are not fans of his uh, from Last Chance You, but, you know, I I always like to give people a chance. I go and listen to his uh, podcast. It's uh, the Slapdick Podcast. Um, he w- They were talking about this on there, you know, he brought up a good point. Some of these guys are load manage. Um, now, I know people are saying LeBron James isn't doing it this year, but he's not doing it this year because it's a big issue. He did it back in Miami and Cleveland. It was talked about. He said, you know, I deserve a day off. I deserve this. You know, I've played a, a long time. I deserve this. I deserve that. Well, what they talked about was, if we all took a day off from work, should we get paid? Now, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you get sick time and vacation time and, you know, this and that and all that stuff. But there's some people out there that don't get that. So those normal, hardworking guys, if we took a day off, do we get paid? Uh, if we take a day off, does that look good to the boss? No, not really. And then these guys that make millions upon millions of dollars are going to load manage. And for us guys, you know, I've only been to uh, two NBA games. And I'm going to tell the story about one of them in a second. If you make millions and millions of dollars and you need a day off, pick a day where you're going to go, don't go to practice. Use the day that you're going to not go to practice to relax. Don't pick a day where you're healthy enough to go out and play because some of all of us that do not make millions of dollars went and bought that $100 ticket, spent the 25 bucks to park, spent the $30 just to eat food in there. Spent the money to have the T-shirt to wear to support the team, and then you sh- we show up and the main player is not playing. And this is where I, again I think I go back to Kobe Bryant being the best of all time. So, got the opportunity to go see a Lakers game. It was years ago. This is when Steve Nash and Dwight Howard were on the Lakers team. They were playing uh, at the Indianapolis Pacers, and we were about uh, an hour and a half, two hours away from Indianapolis. Chose to go to the game. Now Kobe uh, rolled his ankle. I would say probably three or four days before that game. And he was questionable to play that game. And I'm freaking out. You know, I'm not going to see Kobe Bryant play. He's my favorite player. I have the jersey. I have the hat. You know, the tickets. But decided to go with the game. Get to see an NBA game. And I was like, okay, I get to see Dwight Howard. I get to see Steve Nash. Get to the game early. They're about 45 minutes early. All of a sudden, there was an alert saying, Kobe Bryant has decided that he is healthy enough to play. He rolled his ankle. It is a little bit smaller than a softball. He wrapped it up. He played the first half, and after that, it was just too much pain. But he went out there to try to play. And they asked him about it, and they said, you know, if I can walk and I can run, I am going to go play. Because those people that paid the money for that ticket, those kids that want to see me play or the Los Angeles Lakers play, I'm going to do that for them. And, you know, not... (laughs) You know, LeBron James load managed until this year. Um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, I think he is top three or two best players in the NBA today. He load manages a lot. Like, that, that type of stuff just pisses me off. You spend that money and you can't see them play. Well, that's where I get the ultimate respect for Kobe Bryant. He, he said he's going to play no matter what. There was no load manage. You know, if he was healthy enough, he was going to play. So those are just some reasons for me why I think Kobe Bryant is... You know, arguably one of the best to ever play the game. 
And you know these guys like Nick Wright on there. I can't stand Nick Wright. He's one of the biggest Kobe haters I've ever seen. Um, you know, I think if he could live with LeBron James, he would live with LeBron James. And he was one of those guys that basically, you know, put on social media before that he is not a fan of Kobe Bryant, did not want him to succeed. And then all this happened. And then he wants to go back and say, you know, I missed out on a lot. I didn't pay attention to a lot of things he did, how good he was. Like, shut up. Just shut up and do and take your opinion out of it because you're on, you know, Fox Sports. You need to respect it. And again, I've talked a lot about here about LeBron James, but I'm going to go back. I'm going to stand here and sit here and say that LeBron James is probably uh, top five best of all time. Uh, I will respect his game. I do. There's just certain things that I don't like about him. There's certain things he's, the way he plays, the way he does things I didn't like, but I'm going to respect him. And I'm going to, because of the situation, I will not be mad if the Lakers win a championship. But I just think that some people need to respect Kobe Bryant's game. But, you know, it's it's too late. Uh, you know, so... Again, a little bit of rambling on. I will defend Kobe Bryant tooth and nail. Uh, but this is my little tribute to Kobe and my thoughts. You know, he has to be in that conversation of best of all time. And for some of the people, I think for you, it's for a lot of you, it's too late. Um, people that know me know that I argue that tooth and nail. Um, I've argued that Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James. If I was going to start a team to win championships, I'm taking uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, but I do respect LeBron James's game. Um, there's not going to be another guy like him. Um, I would take him over Kevin Durant. I would take him over uh, like uh, Kyrie Irving and stuff. You know, I, I would take him over uh, Anthony Davis. Um, you know, I think he's that good. But I would put Michael, Kobe, Shaquille O'Neal and them in front of him on the best of all time. But I can't argue with what he's done. Uh, but, you know, going back, I think Kobe is arguably the best of all time and you know, again, this is one of those where I will debate anybody, anybody about it. Um, so, again, there's my rant um, with the Kobe Bryant. I'm sure I'll do another one again. Um, so, please just continue to listen to these podcasts. Um, I will take constructive criticism. I'll look for different uh, topics. Please feel free to send them. Um, different questions, different ways to make this better. Um, we can figure out a way to... Get some people on here besides me. That'd be great as well. Um, this would be a perfect one, I think, to debate. Um, you know, best of all time in the NBA or what's going on in the NBA today and, you know, things of that nature. Um, please share this out. Once uh, I share them, you can listen to them on Anchor. You can get the app um, or you can go on Spotify. This is now on Spotify. Um, it's working towards putting on other platforms and I'll be sharing those out as well. Um, you know, sideline underscore pod or sideline podcast. It's going to be on social media. I'll be sharing those out. Um, so again, thanks for listening, everyone. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, 
prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 